Nation. Uh, Associate Professor Elizabeth DeBars from the Nursing and Midwifery Federation. Uh, on the whole, again, Elizabeth, I imagine you'd, you'd welcome today's announcement of a, a recruitment campaign. Look, uh, we do welcome this campaign. I think it's a long time coming. We've been lobbying for it for some time, so we're very pleased they've listened to us. Um, we're still working on some other incentives and arrangements in um, rural and regional areas, I must hasten to add. Um, but I would echo what uh, Bernadette, my good colleague, said. Um, it is a great start, but what we really do need to also do is to value and retain our own existing staff. And there's a lot that can be done in that space. And um, I have uh, myself been um, talking to the Minister uh, and departmental executives for a long time now about... Um, the need for secure employment. We are absolutely blown away just about every time we talk with our members about the um, precarious nature of work that's still being um, experienced out there with uh, excessive number of contracts and casuals. For instance, we've got uh, one local health network that's got about 70%. Uh, this is a country local health network, I hasten to add, about 70% of their staff either on casual or contract work. Now, that is just uh, crazy. Um, given that we are dealing with a with a, um, an environment where there is clear need and demand, and in fact um, pressing urgency to increase and encourage uh, people to work in those rural and regional areas, so um, we've got a lot of work to be done in that space in terms of making sure that people have permanent and ongoing work, and making sure that they uh, that they have appropriate staffing levels. And, and making sure that they have appropriate flexibility where it's possible. And again, another thing we've been pressing on for some time, but we know there's an acute shortfall of mental health nurses in this state, um, but there's been a, 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 a desire from the mental health um, nursing community to have a particular configuration of their rosters and their shifts, mm. but it continues to be rejected. Um, so there are many, many things that can be done to help support and promote the local health workforce. Yes. Um, but the reality is we've got to look after what we've got now because um, we not only need these new recruits coming, we need to protect and preserve and encourage our existing workforce to, to remain um, in place. Are we losing and many I, to, uh, to interstate? Look, uh, it's hard to get a handle on those numbers. We do know that we are losing some um, because they have been offering incentives um, um, earlier than us, and that's one of the reasons why we're pre pressing government on this, um, because, you know, you don't want to wait until the deluge um, yeah. before you act. Uh, so I am pleased that they have acted, um, but uh, it, it is a hard to get a handle. But I do know in round figures in terms of um, the workforce and the lack of workforce planning, as you discussed with Bernadette just uh, earlier, um, our last figures that, that we um, um, have gleaned from the system uh, was that we were expecting about 50% of our workforce to be leaving over the next five to 10 years due wow. to retirement. Um, so that leaves us in a position in South Australia alone of needing 10 to 15,000 nurses and midwives, which is a, a, a extremely high figure. So again, we've been lobbying for the um, recruitment and, and employment of all graduating nurses and midwives for a long time. We've been delighted that both the previous government and this incoming government um, have both done that. Uh, so that's been the recruitment of um, all 1,200 graduating nurses and midwives yeah. rather than the previous 600 that they used to do. So again, that's a step in the right direction. But we've not only got to recruit 
um, the future or the um, the junior workforce, yes. but we've got to retain that senior skilled workforce as well while oh, we do it. Unreal. Ten to 15,000 retiring in five to ten years. That is a, a big loss to nursing in this state and the experience that goes with that and trying to replace. So obviously this recruitment campaign then can't come fast enough and, and trying to entice younger people uh, here in the state to get into nursing and stay in it. Perhaps, Elizabeth, you could put this to rest too. I've had callers this morning and text uh, line people too saying that COVID, nurses refusing to get uh, vaccinated for COVID is affecting uh, nursing. Uh, I don't imagine it's a great many people, but perhaps it is. Perhaps the people on the text line saying hundreds is is correct. Um, what are your thoughts on that? You, you num- I don't know if you have numbers, but are nurses leaving the profession because have they left because they won't be vaccinated? Look, um, I think uh, initially that was a, a problem or a concern um, that, uh, you know, that we all had, which was, well, you know, it is a, a positive thing to be vaccinated because mm. of community um, uh, interest, really. It's about the public interest test more than anything. Uh, but um, uh, more recently, those rules, as I understand it, have softened somewhat. So there are there is availability or positions for people who either cannot or uh, for some reason um, um, unable or um, not prepared to um, be vaccinated. There are positions that those people um, could fill. Uh, and there is no limit to um, uh, the capability of there being some uh, form of employment potentially. Um, uh, It is absolutely the case, however, that people require vaccination in those really front-facing roles. Um, And, uh, you know, that is something that I think we can all see uh, has uh, uh, significance and importance. So... um, uh, but I, I don't think it's a completely closed uh, possibility these days. It just really depends on what role you're fulfilling yes. uh, and what um, um, how front-facing yeah. you are. And, of course, the more front-facing you are, and the more necessary, really, it is for you to be vaccinated. Indeed. So people can be redeployed in the meantime. Thank you, Elizabeth. Appreciate your time. It's a pleasure. Thank you for yours. Associate Professor Elizabeth DeBars, Australian Nursing and Midwifery Federation.